This is the Search Hustle Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and share the methods, tools, and experiences that we handle every week as digital marketers working with SMBs, franchises, e-commerce, and startups to help them grow their business. So what are title tags and meta description tags? A meta title tag is simply an HTML code that allows you to put a title on a web page. Remember, these are title tags, they're HTML tags, they're meta titles, meta, information about information. Um, And I'll show you where those are at in the SERPs. A meta description tag is also an HTML code and will give you an idea of what the content on the web page is. It gives humans an idea, it also gives bots an idea. So title tags help with organic SEO, rank by giving context to the web page someone is about to view. Meta descriptions, again, are tags, a short couple sentences, and they further elaborate on why someone needs to click on your link. So the meta titles, we wanna think about length, keywords, descriptors, and also advocate for that page. In regard to meta descriptions, we wanna talk about making it enticing. Even sometimes putting a call to action in that meta description can help. Use the target keyword so Google will bold it in the SERPs. Be specific, don't leave it wide open so that it really doesn't give people an idea of why they should click your link. And then using uniqueness is very helpful. So optimization strategies, map the site. Know what pages are supposed to be ranking for what keyword clouds, what page and what that page is supposed to do. Topical relevance. Uh, keywords, using keywords, making sure we're not cannibalizing other pages by not focusing or hyper-focusing on certain pages for certain keywords, keyword clouds. And then also focus on your call to action um, and so that you can convert people when it does rank in the SERP. So what is the length? When it comes to the title tag, there is a short length. It's always changing. It's different by device. Phones are gonna serve a shorter meta title than your tablet and the tablet's gonna serve a shorter meta title than your computer and really different monitors also are gonna change that. So the rule of thumb is about 155 characters. I always take mine a little longer just because the bots read it and I like the little SEO value. I'm also very cautious in my meta title to have one keyword phrase and then followed by the company name. We used to stuff them in the past And this really just kind of looks low budget. It looks low quality. Putting like keyword one in position one and uh, pipe, keyword two in position two, pipe, and then the company name. Really just, you've gone past that. Companies are spending money on their SEO. You've got one marketing company fighting another marketing company. It's no longer a business owner uh, that's also in marketing fighting a marketing company. Business owners have gotten smarter. So marketing companies are doing it right. And it's really, you wanna have one keyword in position one and then your company name in position two, across the board. Uh, there are always exceptions to the rule where you you know, you know can have two keywords in position one and two, but the best companies that spend money on multiple things in their pipeline, ads, social media, email marketing, SEO, web development, um, affiliate marketing, you think of your whole pipeline, you don't need your SEO only carrying all the marketing weight, so do it right. Always keep in mind that there's 155 characters. Make sure to take full advantage of these characters. Each and every word has to count. When you're using that keyword in that position one, really think about the top user intent. Now we always try to take a guess at this and after the page ranks in Google for a while, we then go back to Google Search Console 
take a look at our top impression gainers, then we take a look at our top click gainers, and we try to figure out which one of those is really converting the best, which one has the best click-through rate, or which one might, or what if we're trying to rank for something and we're not even in the SERPs, we might even do a, a full switch on the title, the slug, uh, the content, the keyword targets in that document, etc. So the keyword, super important to have an understanding of how people are using that language. Oftentimes in the space, we use a different language than consumers that are downstream from our product or service. So use of the keywords important. You can get there by looking at your competitors. How are they ranking? You can get there by looking at a Google My Business. How are people using language to, to get Google to show your, your Google My Business? A, a lot of times you're looking in the keyword planner, seeing what the, the cost per target is. People are gonna pay more, companies that are existing. The incumbents are gonna pay more money for keywords that bring in good quality leads. And so you're gonna look at those keyword targets and see which ones are more uh, more costly. That kind of tells you these may also convert better. Sometimes we're gonna geo-modify that. Some, on certain pages, we might have just a, an interior page that has a certain keyword, but then we might geo-modify that per city so we can have those both of those pages. Of course, that's gonna carry over into the meta title. So use the keyword, it's very important in the meta title. Also important, I always like to look slug first. What is the slug meta title meta description? H1, H2 content keyword density, etc. internal links, external links. So make sure to use the primary keyword um, that's being optimized in the content on the page. And of course, throughout that page in the H2s, you can use synonyms and um, similar language, the keyword cloud. The bots, they get all of that. You don't just have to use one keyword any longer. So be careful not to overdo it. When you only use a, a restricted language, like right, open up the gate for the language, it, the bots actually value that. And it, it doesn't look so, uh, manufactured right we want to make it when we're when we're sculpting a page we don't want it to make it manufactured we want it to look authentic so same thing with a meta title try to be authentic with the meta title but use descriptors so for ranking for trying to rank for a one word keyword very unlikely um, usually it's going to be two and it's going to be in a phrase we're gonna to try to use descriptors, help people with who, what, when, where, why. Maybe if there's a, a, a what or a why that we're answering, we might use that right there in our meta title. The purpose of the tag is to directly hit what is being solved or shared by the information on that page. So whatever the purpose of that page is, whatever that page is a complete guide to, whatever those steps are, try to think 30,000 foot view, what are people searching in Google that we want Google to serve this page for? If it's at the top of the funnel, then leave it wide open. If it's at the bottom of the funnel, usually we need to be somewhere in the middle of the funnel where people are trying to vet out clients and look who they wanna buy from before they get to the bottom of the funnel. Bottom of the funnel is usually three, four, five words. It's a long tail. And we can usually include those targets in a larger body of content with purposeful CTAs on those pages and amounts of information that allows that page to rank middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, and sometimes top of the funnel. So use appropriate descriptors and then advocate. While space is limited, if at all possible, make a case for why the page should be viewed. You want to be honest with the people that are searching in search engines and just finding your, your website out there. So don't, don't lie. If I see a title tag and then I don't find on the other side what that tag told me was there, I'm gonna bounce back to Google and go somewhere else. So don't be deceptive, be accurate, advocate for the page, and then use your Google Search Console to feed back information back to that title tag. Make it enticing. Each and every meta description, now we're talking about meta descriptions here. So meta description is that other piece, and let me just show you real quick in the SERPs. 
So if we look at meta uh, titles in the SERPs, if I just go to Google, yeah, you could go to Yahoo, I'm sure Yahoo's good. Um, meta title, where is it? So this piece right here uh, on this ad is called a meta title. And look, these people are doing a good enough job making Q and A's, question H2, answer right below it that they're getting a featured snippet, featured snippet, featured snippet. Here we go, this is a meta title. So this is a meta title, and then they're not using a pipe, they're using a dash, and then there's the company name. We've used their software before. And there's right, and now here is the meta description. And now these are in links because of the structure of their site, they're getting some in links. So here is the slug, which is usually wrapped with these dot, dot, dots anymore. It used to show the whole thing, but it really doesn't have any value for the user. It's kind of showing the last part of it or the breadcrumbs here. And then you can get to some other options when it was last indexed, etc. But this is the meta title. So you want to be purposeful with it. And notice they're even going longer. And I usually do too but we are on a, a tablet here. And then again, your meta description. So this does not have a ranking factor as much as it's like enticing people to go there to find exactly what they're searching for. Think of the user intent. So meta description, that's what we're talking about now. Every meta description written should draw the reader into the page. We want to tell them very quickly in one sense. It's like an elevator speech for that page. Make it enticing. Also call to action. So if you're at the bottom of the funnel and you know people are really only searching for that information on this page when they need it, plumbers, electricians, whenever things break, HVAC, um, things like that, really you can put some sort of call to action right there in that meta description, even sometimes a phone number. So don't expect readers to do the work of figuring out how to act on the content. Include a call to action in the call to action at the top of your header. Make it easy if you know that the majority of people when they finally do hit you, whether that's through ads, local search or organic or social media or email marketing, and they hit your homepage, hit something on the homepage, make sure it's easy for them to call you or get directions right away, first and foremost. And if we know a lot of the leads have questions or need to fill out forms, make those forms very easy to get to. Now, when it comes to meta description, you can also include small call to actions there too, like maybe the phone number and things like that, but make it normal and not fabricated and not weird. Use a target keyword again. If we've got our keyword in the meta title, we might include some other version or synonym of that in the meta description. Why? Because when Google sees this, so if I search meta title, where is it? Meta title, the keyword here, is bolded in the meta description. So we really wanna try to keep that meta title in the meta title here. Meta titles, pluralized, I love that. Meta title, singular direct hit in the meta description. And so again, a meta title, they're really kind of defining it here. If, if my hope is to go and get a definition here, which the bot, the spiders, their software thinks I'm trying, I'm information seeking top of the funnel, right away people are kind of including that right there in the meta description. A meta title, also known as a title tag. They're giving me some information right away. And this is super important to think of the user intent. What should be in that meta description? So use the target keyword, Google software will bold it. And other words that are super important in that content will get bolded as well. 
Be specific. A good description uses every available character to be as specific as possible. Be concise, but use the space. Don't, don't ramble just to use up the space. Be concise and really direct hit for people. Don't use uh, spelling errors, mistakes. Don't make it fully bolded so it yells at people. Just make it normal reading language and make sure that it's been proofread. All the time we see people have spelling errors. Google software doesn't want to serve stuff with spelling errors. They'll probably choose something else. Always have a second set of eyes look at these things. Put them in a tracking document so you can have someone just look at them all at once so that we're not using meta descriptions over and over again. Um, you can use a a boilerplate as long as you're modifying things such as like geolocations, lo things like that. And then uniqueness. Each and every meta description and tag used needs to be unique to that page. Really, that's why we have it in a document. What is the slug? What is the H1? What is the in target keyword for that page? Good. Let's modify the meta title so it's unique to this page. Let's modify the meta description. Even if we have a, a several boilerplates that we pick from, at least we're modifying several keywords in that meta description. I think it's always better to uniquely write them. What is the meta title specific for this page and the user intent that's gonna hit this page? And what is a meta description that can uniquely target, uh, get people to click through on that page? Now, sometimes websites are hundreds, thousands of pages and even uh, dynamically ge generated. In those cases, we'll use boilerplates and then we'll allow for keywords to be flipped out with search and replace software. So that's optimizing titles and description tags. If you need to, go back and watch that. If not, I'll see you in the next video.